Pro Group Racing presents Show Us Your Tips. It's Derby Day, Beaver. Many people tell me it's the best day of racing on the calendar, and it's pretty hard to argue when you see the card at Flemington. Excited? Yeah, 100%. Fantastic day ahead. Um, Really looking forward to it. I think uh, there's some winners out there that uh, shouldn't be too easy to find. I think there's a a fair few of these races that there looks to be a limited number of chances, so hopefully we can narrow it down for the punters and find a few winners. Uh, Yeah, let's see how we go. Just um, quickly want to touch on... Any thoughts out of midweek racing? I don't think there's much to talk about. The average Canterbury card. Yeah, it's a pretty average of, card. A lot of the ones expect to win at Canterbury did. Uh, and I just want to give a quick shout out, actually, if I can find it, to, um, I think it was Elliot who wrote in and said, thanks for the thanks for the quaddy last week. He ended up making a monkey out of it. So good luck to you and uh, well done. Yeah, and as good as your last, uh, your last tip or your last bet. So well done. For jumping on and hopefully you found something out of our tips and hopefully we uh, keep going but it is derby days melbourne cup week we are plowing through four shows in the next seven days uh, is the plan so give us strength we'll see how we go we kick off at flemington derby day the rail is true the track is good there's a bit of rain around uh, lower in victoria today i don't think there's too much at flemington i think it's gonna be a pretty much perfect racing beaver which is exciting so Fantastic. Uh, if we get a track that plays pretty fair and uh, a couple of good days of racing ahead on a good week. Yeah. Uh, so we kick off with the traditional Carbine Club over the mile of Group 3 for the three-year-olds at Flemington. Um, you can open the batting here. What are you making of this? Yeah, pretty keen on fangirl here, Dougie. Um, been on a last uh, couple of starts and uh, thought, both runs have been outstanding. Um, they took it for an easy kill two starts back, which I think um, we all found and then came out and uh, franked that form. Uh, and now they've taken it off to Melbourne, suggest it's flying. And uh, this is not an easy, this is a pretty easy race for a horse of this quality and uh, expect it to be running very well. I uh, had a look at the two Wallers, which obviously where the place is to start. I end up coming back to, to Brigantine, who has run in some, who came through the Stan Fox, which the halal form stood up pretty well there uh, and chased well enough there. I think out to the mile will suit better. And Oliver going on was taking the stance that maybe the other stuff out wide with the two Waller horses wasn't as strong. Uh, but they're the other two in the game. And the good thing about Fangirl is it's not tainted by all the very average stuff in town with the, the four moves ahead form and all that pretty average three-year-old form in town. So uh, fresh blood is good here, but I, I, I was looking towards Brigantine. Uh, but, yeah, the only two other chances, I think, are the two Waller horses. Race two is the Group 3 Hotham for the last chance into the cup. Um, what are you thinking here? Look. Doesn't matter which one of these wins this race and gets into the cup. It's not going to make any difference. Jeez, uh, yeah. it's a pretty long tail here. Um, I've, I've kind of led to Great House purely because it's got the McDonald Waller combination. Um, it's past three, three starts have been pretty good, you know, to finish um, five lengths off them in the Caulfield Cup. Run, finished fifth, given that the winner won by three or so. So it was 
it wasn't far off from there, to be brutally honest, outside of the winner. Um, ran a couple of lengths behind Montefilia and on to and then won really well at Newcastle. So, look, Greg House is probably the clear um, horse in form here. The second favourite is getting a bit of a tag of a non-winner. Um, and then you go out to uh, the next horse being King's Charisma, who's a, um, over from Great Britain. Okay form there, but uh, nothing too flash yet um, from its runs in uh, in Australia, but could be improved being third up. But uh, I think Great House is going the best of these. Yeah, I begrudgingly came back to Great House. Uh, there's just no other form here. It, it's fifth in the Caulfield Cup, you know, finished alongside Persan, who we'd probably both have found in this race, let's be honest. Uh, and before that was was solid enough in the uh, Metrop. J-Mac goes on. We've already seen that J-Mac has a lap on some of these Melbourne jockeys, uh, and I think it's – I set out to get a beat, and I couldn't get a beat, so I've come back to Great House on top. Probably should win this and head straight to the Cup, I suppose, where it's going to probably run a very nice eighth or something. Uh, the Group 3 Wakeful over the 2,000 metres for the Phillies is race three on the card. We've had the we've got the Guineas form here. We've got the lead up through the Mokalua race here. What are you doing? Yeah, interesting little affair here. Plenty of chances, really open affair. Look, I, I've narrowed it down to two. I, I'm going to forgive Kapalua Sunset last start. Um, I think you just got to. Look, it, it was travelling uh, in that race and they got in its lap um, and it pretty much gave up the ghost. Yeah, probably didn't show much because these young horses, they can do that. Um, so I'm going to forgive it. If, it. if it won that race and was starting here, probably be odds on. So nine, about the $10 mark, um, I think that's pretty good value for, for it. Um, and I think um, you can't uh, go past yearning as well. So I thought Yearning was outstanding last start back in the field. Produced a great finish at Caulfield, 2000. No reason it can't run a nice race as well, but it's a very open affair. But they're the two I've settled on. Uh, I agree with you, I, but I, I, I sacked the guineas form, so it left me with the daisies race. You get daisies back on top with, uh, oh, daisies, gate one, J-Mac going on will run well here, so... If I like that, then I have to naturally find Kapalua Sunset, who was spruiked as the next Winx in that race and was heavily backed. Uh, yeah, nothing went right. Ollie goes on. It's 10 bucks. It's drawn really well. And I think it can atone. I think it's a great bet if you're on it last time. I think you get your money back here, uh, at least in yeah. each way. And uh, Daisy's is very impressive, as I said. Happy to take on the rest because I don't think that Guinea's form was all that strong. So... Happy to go be along for the ride with you there, Beaver. Race four is the Lynn Lithgow Stakes over the 1,200 metre, the group two. Uh, I, I enjoyed doing this. I, I didn't know where to start with this race, but once I got my head around that I just had to bin the whole lot of them, uh, then it was pretty easy. I was left with Oxy Road on top. It's slightly raced. Gets the other Mac down there, Blake McDougal, who is a, a very good jockey and hopefully starts making his name for himself down south. Uh, but it's pretty easy uh, out of the lead-up race. Zatori's done nothing. Kementari's done nothing. Brooklyn Hustle might be gone. What's left? Oxy Road, freshy, fresh blood here. Easy to take at 
Um, yeah, what much do I, I don't have much else to say here? What are you thinking? Oh, look, I've landed on Oxley Road as well. I think it's going really well. You know what you're going to get here. It's going to be in the finish. It will finish in the top three, so you're going to get a good site for your money. I've landed on Oxley Road. Still very wary of Brooklyn Hustle. Got J-Mac on board. Didn't have yeah. a lot of luck last start. Um, I know it's one of your horses, but, yeah, I certainly am scared of Brooklyn Hustle here. Um, it, it's, a, it's a definite chance, but I landed on Oxley Road. I just couldn't remember myself to just does J Mac just ride the first four was what I was um, starting to get concerned about. So that's why I went away from it as well. But she, she's a bit of a flighty thing, Brooklyn Hustle. So maybe it, I'm quicker to sack mares than, than other horses. Uh, to my detriment, as we'll be, as we'll talk about right now, with the first of the group ones in the card, the mile Empire Rose, which I found an impossible task here, Beaver. Do you have anything? Oh. How good a race is it? Like it's, it's incredible. It's an incredible I, race. Tell me which horse can't win. I, I can't tell you a horse that can't win the race. Um, even, even you know, they're taking Kiku down, down south. Uh, Harmony Rose is, you know, 50s. Steinem was very good last start. It's 30s. Uh, Sierra Sue. I can't believe the price of Sierra Sue. Yeah. It's 30 to 1. Yeah, I know. So, I guess what we're saying is, take, you know, the one horse that I don't think can win? The favourite. <laughs> I'll take on Tefani. Yeah, you, you probably could. Um, so, outstanding. Um, but I did I did have to find a find something um, to tip. Colette was really good last start. Yeah. Um, and that track was drier than people think, I think. Yeah, it was very good last start. And I know it's, it's fruit as a wet tracker, but I, I really liked the way it won. It looked it, need, it was in desperate need of the run. Uh, once it wound up and hit the line, I thought it was pretty good. And I think it, it's well suited to the Flemington track. Um, I think it, and I also uh, saw that um, definitely flying mascot. Um, just mascot. Well, flying mascot, yeah, fly up him. flying mascot down the weights comes here. Well, I say down the weights, down on uh, the four year old. Uh, mayor's weight, but gets Blake McDougall's seven day backup was very impressive last time. But you go through this, um, you got the Steinem and, and Hungry Heart. The Frankels don't go in the wet, get a dry track. We've seen uh, that form stack up. You've got uh, Sierra Sue, who's won a group one in this prep. Colette was great last start. Harmony Rose showed timing last start, I thought, but then was beaten by Cyril and Miss. You tie them all together. Mirror Vision has put a few together. It's my answer is um, field nearly quaddy and hope for the best. <laughs> hope one at th- or if you like one, back one at 30s. Don't be scared, honestly. Don't be scared to, th- to have a bet on one here at 20s or 30s because every horse can win this race. I think that's – I can't remember a trickier race in, in the time we've been doing this show. No, I agree with that. A trickier race with good quality horses. Absolutely, And that's right. Not in a – yeah, we're not talking about benchmark 64s. We're talking about group one fields, so – Excited to see what happens. I think if you run it, if you were to run it 10 times, you'd find eight different winners. So let's get on to the Derby though, over the 2,500 for the three-year-olds. Um, yeah, what are you doing here? Yeah, another another nice race here. Um, look, uh, I'm just going for Gunstock, uh, a little bit fresher. I um, think it's just worked into its uh, preparation very nicely. 
I think it's been set perfectly for this race. Gate 19 is a little bit of a worry, um, but I'm hoping it gets a few few Here's people old, here to... Hey, buddy. All right, going back to the derby there. <laughs> you know that bloke? No, no idea. Oh, what was, he, what was he coming over for? He thought I was a DJ about to play music. The sooner he gets that tooth back in, you might be able to understand him. <laughs> Jesus, I didn't expect that. Usually it's quite happy. All right, let's uh, start again. The Derby Beaver. Uh, yeah, you go. What do you like in a Derby? Yeah, look, it's a it's a pretty good race. The, the Derby, obviously, um, none of these horses have been out to this distance. So yeah, there's a few always going backwards when some others are going forwards and uh, getting a guide on what that will be. Uh, is always a little bit tricky. Look, I've landed on the favourite Gunstock. I just think its preparation here has um, been spot on. Um, it looks like it'll handle the distance. Um, just keeps improving uh, with each run. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go for Gunstock as long as it can get some kind of position from the 19 gate. Obviously, that's a, a little bit of a concern. Um, we're, we're at a position after. Um, Got you. Well, you, you can't forget. You can't forget it. Um, it's, it's going uh, extremely well. Uh, it was a it's a fantastic run last night. A long way up. I'm a little bit concerned how much that might have taken out of it. Um, it, it was it was a pretty tricky. Uh, the other thing, Commander Harry or whatever it was, took off early, and it had to chase from a long way up. And I'm just might have. Um, might have taken, sucked a little bit out of it. So that's why I'm going for Gunstock. It's just that little bit fresher. Um, and then I think, you know, looking lower down in the market, um, I think both the, um, I think Suburus uh, from the Friedman stable, um, I think it's shown um, a little bit of a lead and could be uh, smoky at some odds over from Orphanville. Very good. I look. I I think it feels like Forgot You's got momentum here. It, it's coming off the seven day back up. The the win last week it wasn't as uh, brutal on the clock as it appeared to the eye. Uh, and I think it's coming here with with plenty to offer. On the ten year anniversary of uh, yeah, another Savabil Colt and uh, Sangster winning the, the, this same race. Uh, and and the Waikato Studbreds are just flying at the moment, so I'm scared to be against them. But Forgot You. Uh, is, is is here to win, but there's so much this race. You mentioned going to Gunstock. You've met uh, Tutakaka was a tremendous thing lead up. I thought in the Geelong Classic, which and now gets J Mac. Uh, at least he's had the run over 22 and and put in some good staying efforts in Queensland. Allegron has G1 form uh, and Akihiro in that uh, on the seven day backup from the Forgot You race. I thought it was pretty good on pace. Stuck on really well and. Sometimes in these derbies, you get some of these horses failing to pick their feet up after the 2,000 metre mark, and and you never know. So, uh, forgot you on top. Uh, I respect everything about Gunstock, but I think this is a wider race than uh, that. I'm happy to stamp as usual. So, very excited to see this one too. And shout out to I'll give a shout out now because we've one to come later. Uh, good friend of the show. I mentioned her a bit, but Carol and Jason they've supported us since day one. 
Tomorrow she's got Exoboom running for whatever, $12 million. Uh, Akihiro here and Harmony Rose as well. She's had a pretty good run lately. So good luck to all of that crew. And I hope they have some success throughout the day. But we get to race seven, where hopefully we have some, some, some success in the group one, Coolmore Stud Stakes. 16 Colts, I believe, and a filly in, up the straights. Beaver, what are you thinking? Yeah, another really cracking race, this one. Um, plenty of chances. Some really, really good horses here. Um, again, like some of these horses uh, fly. Um, I'm a big fan of Extreme Warrior. Uh, loved the way it finished off last start. It, it went like profit, went past Profiteer like it was nailed to the ground and put a big space in them. Uh, I think it's got to be the hardest to beat. Uh, Paulil um, is a horse that I've got, got a really high regard for. It could have been four out of four. This um, it, it's a quality horse. I think it's the hardest to beat. And the other one that I, I think you'd got to have a little bit on is down in as the roughy in the race is Marine One at $35, uh, number 14. Uh, won really well last start at Mini Valley. I know I used to stable, I've got a huge opinion of this, uh, this horse, and they think it's uh, of high quality. So if you want to have a little bit of uh, value in this race i wouldn't be leaving it out and the way it wound up and hit the line last start um could be could be one to watch these colors are having a good run yeah so i was looking towards um i went all the way all the way around the world here and came back to the sydney form in the congo did beat animo it will bounce on the pace outside gate there williams will get uh get it in its comfort zone on the outside fence and I, it'll give you a very good sight. Uh, from the two Godolphin horses, Polile and Grayshading, they both should have been the Everest in my opinion. They, these are better horses and trekking and, and those sort of horses, at least at this stage of life. And uh, they will give you a sight of the price. Uh, Grayshading ran third in the Manicato, which, you know, had a knock on, but uh, clear air, it's got a big finish and might be the forgotten horse. It was 20s when I did the form last night. Yep. And uh, yeah, they're, they're the ones for me and absolutely respect the fresh blood and extreme warrior. Uh, but another ripper on Derby day, the group one Kennedy Cantala mile is race number eight. And again, this is a cracker as well. Uh, I've thrown you under the bus a few times. So I'll lead away here. I was looking towards um, Superstorm. $12 again, gets Damien Oliver now outside gate, I believe. 13 or 14 last sort of 15 races, the 15 editions of this race have been outside gates or gates from double figures or more. Superstorm fits that bill. Uh, so it's $12. It's Chase Tome Zaki and then Chase Tome I'm Thunderstruck. I'm sure we'll talk about very shortly. Happy to be involved with it here as well as why can't Ice Bath do the same thing it did last week at Canadian last week. Comes down south if it handles the trip down, I think is a real chance. And again, it's a price. Uh, and, uh, I, you know, I can see, I sort of can and can't see why Brightside's favourite, but do I want to really back it in this sort of field where it's going to have to find a fence and hold off a big handicap field? Not really. So, yeah, I was looking for the, the couple of double figures there. What are you thinking, Beaver? Yeah, really, really, really tricky race. Look, 
I've gone for Chalet. Um, I think they might run along quite nicely um, and stop a bit of pace in the uh, Flemington certainly suits his horse. We know it's a finish. Here's Bruce, another one for the show here at the Colonia Hotel. It's one three from five. Um, so I think it's it's certainly hard to beat. And the next um, danger is Mr. Brightside. Thanks. What's that? Don the hat there. Some other. Uh, yeah. uh, Whose idea was it for me to come to the pub and do this? So yeah, Chalet for me on top. Uh, Mr. Brightside, I'm just frightened of. It's just it's there's no horse going better um, than it at the moment. Everything it gets put in, it keeps winning. It keeps measuring up to whatever's thrown at it. Um, they beat Wicklow Town last start, and Wicklow Town came out and won um, after that. But you're right, it, it's probably going to have to hold off some really big finishes here. Some interesting uh, form, but River's going to make sure there's a genuine pace in the race. And And we wrap up the day with the Furphy Sprint uh, up this straight 1100 metres for the four year old plus mares. How are you taking us home on Derby Day? Yeah, another, another super, super tricky race here. Um, uh, plenty of chances. Again, you could find uh, 10, 10 horses in this race that can then genuinely win this race. I've gone for Menage. Um, I thought it was up. Really liked its win. Um, hoping it can gain some I think it'll more improve from that. Jay Mack aboard. Again, uh, that gives that little, little extra... So happy to do to to back it, um, and I think if you're looking for some things at odds, uh, Written Beauty and Talia, I think they can both run well as well. Uh, being third up, yeah, I I found Minaj as well. That was a, a very very good win. First up for uh, O'Shea comes down here, gets a favourable draw, gets J Mac, who might well ride five winners down here tomorrow. And uh, has a lot in favour. So on top for me, from there, bless her, is going well, but now needs to win. And I thought Dirty Thoughts, who's a horse I haven't found a lot. You've found more than I have. But it's, she's fine and stacks up here. And I think it'll run really well. So, uh, yeah, that's the way I'll finish the day. We have to – our quarties have been going quite well, Beaver. Should I give you the honour of the famous Derby Day quaddie? This could Jeez. be anything. So you're so no, kind. No pressure. You're so kind. Let me have a crack here, mate. Go on, go for it. In the derby, I'm going to go numbers one, two, four. Yep. Ten and twenty. Rid of gay lighting. Okay. Yep. Keep going. Yep. The cool more. In the second leg, I'm going to go number three, four, six, nine, 14. So leaving our Taurus out? Yep. Cool, all right. In the third leg, I'm going to go number three, seven, 11, 
14. And I'm going to chuck in number two as well. Yeah, cool. And to finish off, I'm going to go numbers three, five, seven, nine, and 14. Beautiful. For progroupracing.com.au, who we may not be employed for after tonight. Uh, your best in value at Flemington. Yeah. Um, what am I going to... I'm going to make my best bet. You might not uh, like this, but I'm going race six, number four, Gunstock in the derby. Okay, no, cool. That'll be my best bet of the day. And my value, my value bet of the day is going to be race five, number one, Colette. Very good. I like it. My best, I struggled. I went up and down the card and struggled because I'm just excited to <laughs> take odds in every race. And I'm coming to Menage. I think Menage will run well for J-Mac. My best bet might be J-Mac on the card, just back him throughout the day. And I made my value Superstorm, who will run well, I think, in the mile there. Pretty good backup program as well with the, uh, whatever it is, $7.7 million Golden Eagle card at Rose Hill where there's been no rain around. We've got good track racing and the rail is in the true as well. Um, treated this as a, I can only treat it as, tra as fair, but I'm thinking let's be careful of on pace. It is Rose Hill, so we'll watch for that. We kick off with the 1200 meter Phillies and Mares 78, where I'll lead the day, well, I'll lead it away here. There's only two hopes in this race uh, and they lead the market, Catalan, and Silverose, uh, Silverose goes forward, gets control here. But interesting that Nash has sided with Catalan first up off a couple of good trials. Uh, so I've gone that way, but I think two bets if we can if we can stake it to get something out of this race. They're the two I'll play. Catalan top just from jockey change, but um, just a word of warning: I might find Nash riding eight winners for the rest of this card the way it looks. So, uh, what do you think, Beaver? Yeah, I think Catalan looks a very hard. Um forced to beat in this uh, last, I finished fifth, uh, last run before it was sent out. That was a heavy track and there was excuses there being on the heavy before that one first up. It's got a good first up form, trial very well for this. Uh, this is a pretty weak affair. This is a midweek week race really. Uh, and Catalan's got, uh, it's a weekend horse, so uh, it should be hard to beat. Race two is the, uh... Stay a 1900 meter benchmark 78. That's it, as my page refreshes here. Uh, again, two chances. Are you with the market, Beaver? Yeah, I think you're right. There is only two chances in this. Uh, certainly, Mighty Veal and Solar Apex is going really well as well. Um, I just went for the value in Solar Apex. It chased home Yee Yee last start, which I think was um, possibly a little bit uh, better form. Uh, for a race. And was set a big task in that race. It was set a big task in that race. It gets the two kilo pulling the weights off Mighty Veal. It, it ran well, um, but I'm just going to go that Solar Apex might get the sit here and uh, be too strong. I went the other way just because um, J-Mac off to Tommy Berry. He's probably going to be back in the field as well. Hugh Bowman on Mighty Veal, I think, you know, arguably a jockey change there for Glenn. And I think, I think they're the only two uh, but Mighty Bill was impressive. I thought it's been impressive the last two, and I was a semi doubter at the start of this prep. So, 
happy to stick. Uh, not saying a lot because obviously they're the only two in the market. Uh, but we'll see what we get out of this. Again, another, you know, Savabil winner on the day. We get to the highway race three. Have you got anything here? Uh, not a lot. Hang on. Yeah, you want to say it? No? No. Okay, keep going. I'm not going to allow you to sound that alarm that you're about to press. What alarm? The Massara alarm? Yeah. <laughs> no, not allowing you. Not having okay. a tip here, mate. All right, race four, the four pillars. Uh, the richest benchmark, 68 in the world. 700,000. Uh, did you have any? Could you find anything here? Uh, look, I think there's probably only two main chances here as well. Different strokes and Darlena Bell. Uh, look to be the main two chances here. They've got the winning form. Uh, neither have been out of place is preparation. I've just switched to Darlena Bell um, at the $6.50. Uh, I think it's drawn a little bit better in the six. The other one's um, on the fence. Um, only just got beat last start and didn't have a lot of luck. Uh, I think it's in... I think dry suits. I know deep field tend to go right in the wet, but I think it feels like dry will suit it better too. Yeah, I think so. And uh, there's odds, long odds on last start and uh, didn't win, but I think it'll be better suited here. And I'm going to go, it's at the $6.50. Yeah, I think the other two, I, I've gone the other way, different strokes. Uh, Bowman going on, bolted in midway last start and run well. A couple of odds here for your, uh, for your multiples. All Machiavellian has been flying. Beat Donato last start who... Ran impressive. Ran, ran well last week, and I know it's a maiden, but Verbeck's been running in some okay stuff, and and might give you a sight. Uh, so they're the couple away from what you've said, just for for your trifectas and first fours. But um, they're both thirties or forties, and um, throw them in. But I think the, the big two are the ones you've mentioned. Yeah, I think Verbeck can improve and uh, give a decent start as well. Race five is the uh, Rose Hill Gold Cup. Uh, think it over is back with Nash and we get this Cox plate horse here in gold trip turning up. What are you going to do? Pretty tricky. Hey, cause I know yeah. they were pretty keen on gold trip in the Cox plate. Um, well, there's mail around saying that was the better horse at some point, wasn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, think it over's had a little pretty, pretty hard preparation. Um, but it's so reliable here. It's going to take up a position in the running. Um, going to be super hard to beat here but I, I think probably two dollars nine is probably a reasonably good price um to be yeah. honest um gold trip you, you're just specking it's supposed to start cox plate scratch they've obviously brought it here as a second option um that'll be interesting to see how it runs but so uh, i think it over for me I would think it over just from the, the pace point of view. And I think that Nash can do what he wants. He can probably just log straight wherever he wants. And then they'll jiggy dog for a long time. And, and Nash is the best at just putting his boot in when it needs to and uh, and stealing a break. So I've gone that way. But if if think if Gold Trip came out and won by four, well, yeah, it wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't fall off my seat. So they're the only two. I didn't, I, to be honest, didn't look at the rest of the race. So, um, there it is. Uh, race six is the uh, million dollar classique legend over 1300 meters. With uh, we see all the Everest runners up meeting again. What are you doing here? Uh, look, I had to go past uh, Mars Crusader given its last start run. 
was outstanding. It's going to get back in the field. There's going to be at least, there's going to be pace on again here. Um, big parades in the race. It'll make sure it's, it's, it's uh, fairly run. Um, assuming it gets a run at the right time, gate five's pretty good. Um, draw, again, I don't see too many chances given the form outside of Mask Crusader and Eduardo. I think Eduardo is probably going to hit the front at some stage and Master Crusader is going to be flying home. Yeah, I started the race just wanting to find Eduardo, but Big Parade is such a, a fly in the ointment. It's, uh, it left me with Master Crusader on top. Uh, depends how dry the track is. It's probably the other concern. So Master I think they're the main two. Again, as the market says, the two away from that that's uh are going quite well in the dry track well the one that is going really well in the dry track shoot is standout and the forgotten horse here is um dawn passage trial well again always uh, produces one of these knockout runs so it might be one just for your your early quality again but mask crusader from eduardo is the obvious and that's the way i'll play the race the seven and a half million dollar golden eagle for the four-year-olds is race seven where, uh, look, I've, I've got I'm Thunderstruck on top. It feels to me it's the group one horse in this race. Uh, coming off the win there, I've already talked about how the wetted we'll line formed through Superstorm earlier. Bowman going on. I like the draw for this because if we're running on for these bigger races, he can pick his spot and uh, have a crack. And away from that, uh, the other two I found, I think Apache Chase is going to give you a sight. It's a, it's a good horse. And maybe underrated horse, but it is in the market. And Ellsberg is a live chance. Interesting that Nash has gone to private eye from it, uh, but it feels to me Ellsberg is one of the the more genuine horses in this race. Uh, Exoboom on the quick backup, hopefully run well, and private eye did win the Epsom, so you, you have to give it a chance, but that's why I've lined them up in that order. What are you thinking here? Yeah, I've landed on on Thunderstrike. It's just going fantastic at the moment. It's flying. It's a horse on the way up. Uh, I think it's definitely the best horse in this race. Um, I thought Ellsberg as well. I, I like the draw. It's going to push forward. It's going to get uh, uh, it's either take up the lead or it's going to sit behind the leader's back. It's, it's going to be able to pop out and give you a super bold sight, I think, in the race. I'll certainly be saving on Ellsberg. Um, but I'm Thunderstruck. Your private eye, I just think gate 17 is going to have to go back to last. So it's going to have to back come from last again in this yeah. field, uh, certainly capable enough, but uh, I don't think it won't be given on Thunderstruck too much start. Well, it's funny, if uh, if Nash was on Ellsberg, I'd almost declare it a great, a good thing, but given his private eye, I'm going to be out the back, you just, I, I don't want to touch it. It's a funny how it all works, I suppose, Beaver. The 1100 meter benchmark 78, we, we come home with some uh, average stuff to finish today. What are you doing here? I thought Delexo was really good last start. It's one who I think we talked about it earlier. It was one of the easiest watches you'll ever see um, when it won last start. Uh, one easy, untouched. I think here's going to be super hard to beat. It's going to go up onto the pace and give them something to chase. Um, so, yeah, Delexo for me, really hard to beat. On the lay, it is very consistent. Uh, it doesn't run a bad race and it'll certainly be chasing. Um, in the end, but Delexo for me. Yeah, I agree. It's uh, going to bounce straight to the front. It's going to take control. Uh, I'll have a northern thanks, Jeffrey. Yes. 
Uh, and yeah, I don't think there's any chases here. Uh, it, the, only interest, the only one I found some interest in is Fox Fighter back in distance. Uh, maybe didn't go 1100 didn't suit back in distance and did beat Delexo first up. So there it is. Uh, happy to play the race that way. Race nine is a 1500 meter 78 as well. I haven't seen any scratchings yet. Uh, Brooksbyre and Marlon Parr head the field. What are you thinking here? Yeah, look, I think Brooksbyre is one of the best bets under the card, to be brutally honest. Uh, third up here, won really well when fresh um, for the Kenzo on the heavy track, but was uh, well found in the market and won quite convincingly. And then um, even last start, I don't think it was uh, disappointing. The finished fifth, uh, it was only less than two lengths off them and uh, didn't have a lot of luck in that. So I think Brooksbeer, this is a pretty weak affair here. Um, there's not much in this race. Uh, Maren Parr is going okay in equation, probably hasn't shown its best this preparation. So Brooksbeer for me. I went Maren Parr just in that I thought Bowman's just coming off, picking up a cool 750k and might be a little bit excited. So might be a chance for Nash to pop straight to the lead on Maren Parr. And still one here is usually good fat throughout the day uh, from Brooks Byer. And that's the only two chances and anything too. I'll even mention in this race. Race 10 is a benchmark 78 over 1300 meters. I'm assuming April Rain is scratched or will be scratched given it's gate 15 and no jockey. Yeah, it hasn't, um, hasn't been scratched yet. Yeah, so and no jockey. There's five scratchings already come out, which would see wow, it coming okay. four barriers. So it would come into gate, to, uh, gate 11. Okay, you have a look now. Uh, I was with Zushak. Again, Nash, who I seem to have found all the way through. Uh, outside gate, he's going to go straight to the front here. And if he misses the 750, he might have rode seven winners on this card and felt pretty good about himself. Because uh, now there's not much other pace here. And... Uh, from the outside gate, he might do his trick that he does last of the day. Straight at the front and off you go. Zushak, April Rain, tremendous return. We've seen that form stack up through Quantico. If it gets a rider and a run, it's in the race, but I've, I've treated it as a scratching. So after that, I don't really want to talk a lot about anything else here. Uh, I'll mention my quarter numbers when we get to that. What do you think, Beaver? Oh, no, I'm going April Rain. Um, I'm hoping it starts here. I think it's be super hard to beat. Uh, ran a great second behind Quantico, who's come out and won um, very impressively. Uh, not, I'm not worried about the pace, to be honest. Zushak will go forward. If it if it doesn't lead, he's going to make sure there's plenty of pace on. Um, I think that'll help April Rain. It'll get a bit. It'll get somewhere back in the field and get some cover and uh, finish over the top of him. Yeah, he might pick up. Uh, I'm just looking now. He might pick up Josh Parr or. Or uh, even Jenny Duggan could pick up getting her. So anyway, um, that is our look at Rose Hill. Of I'm in charge of the quaddy, and so I'll see what we do here. Now I'll give him a touch up. I just want to put my quaddy numbers in so I can turn oh, the TV off. Get in that, mate. Uh, the quaddy uh, race seven one two four. Eight, nine, 11, 13, and 18. 
race eight is I'm coming out is six and twelve. Race nine, four and five, and coming home with one, four, five, and eleven. And let's actually we'll throw dancing Gidget in uh, seven as well. Uh, for progeracing.com.au, your best bets at Rose Hill. My best bet comes up in race nine, number four, Brooksbeer. And my value bet comes up in race four, number 11, Barolina Bell. Very good. I'm going to make my best Delexo in the sprint there. And my value on a tree day for value, I'll make it uh, all Machiavellian in the four pillars at the 40s or whatever it is right now. Uh, quick one here before I get to the King North race, Morphville race seven, number nine, Rock the Ring, I think will run really well. And what do you got for us up north? Yeah, race four, number four, Rafira. Uh, it's going to be super hard to beat. And then my other bets come up later in the day. Um, I've got, yeah, I've lost them. Race Nine, number two, Phaistos. I think it's resuming up in um, oh, yeah. Eagle Farm. Definitely, I think it's yeah. going to be hard to beat and present some good value. And in the last race, 10, number five, Polenka. I think it presents good value as well. Very good. Thank you, Beaver. Uh, wish me luck on editing whatever the hell we just did then yeah. <laughs> and make it into a cohesive show. But uh, I'll earn my money this, uh, this evening. Thanks for joining us, Beeve, and I will see you Sunday for our Melbourne Cup preview. So we're going to do a comprehensive Melbourne Cup chat uh, with Barney, who joined us last year, 12 months ago, to go through all the runners in the Melbourne Cup. Plus, we'll do our full preview of the card. And then we've got Oaks Day and uh, Stakes Day coming up. So big week ahead. Looking forward to all good punning punters, and we will talk to you all very shortly. Catch you soon, guys.